Hi, my name is Minda Hartz, and I'm your host of Secure the Seat, your weekly podcast that helps women of color secure their seat at the table. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome. Happy that you're here. Welcome to my living room. (laughs) Uh, If you are a weekly listener, you're my sister, you're my brother, whoever's out there listening, I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting Secure the Seat because you know that Securing our seat is not just about us. It's about bringing other people that look like us with us. Um, I spent many, many years as the only one in various workspaces, and it's isolating. And you're always kind of questioning, is is that racism? Is that a microaggression? You know, you just, you could really go crazy in a day if you let yourself because so much happens. And if you don't have anybody else to talk to about it, It's uh, very frustrating and it's not healthy. So we get our seat and we bring other women of color along with us. And then if you're leaving your seat, you make sure that you get another woman of color in there. If you are not of color, but you consider yourself an ally or you're a man, look around the room. Who's missing? If there's no women of color in there, we're not hard to find. (laughs) We're not hard to find. We are out here. And if you need some help finding them, then you can connect with me and go to mendahearts.com and get connected to the Women of Color Equity Initiative where we are aiming to put more women of color in leadership positions by winter 2019. And update on that, if you filled out the survey uh, to be a part of the database, I hope to have the database done by the end of October. That is the hope and the dream. So stay connected with me. Also, you can go to mendahearts.com. You can find out what I'm up to. Mostly, I am on Twitter. That's my jam. So at mendahearts, I like to, I feel like that's like a really great way to find community. And it's very rare that I don't, that I'm not responsive. So if you want to talk or connect, uh, that's the place to do it at. I don't always get a chance to, (laughs) uh, when people email me, to always email back right away. Although I, I try my hardest. But I think it's important to build community and stay connected. We're in this together. And so I want you to know that I'm here for you, supporting you, rooting for you. So if you've ever gone to leave a rating or review, thank you so much. It means the world. If you haven't had a chance, please go ahead and do that. Today's episode is uh, what I like to call my hearts to heart, <laughs> where I just kind of talk a little bit about what's on my mind and heart. I tend to do that a couple times throughout the season. Otherwise, I love to make it about the other women and let them talk about ways to help us better secure our seat. If there's a topic that you'd like for us to cover, shoot me a message and let me know this is about us. You know, whatever we need to discuss, um, this is a space for us to do it. So thank you so much. So I've been thinking about belief a lot. And there's certain things that happen along our career journeys that trigger us maybe not to believe in ourselves like we once did. I remember I was going through a situation um, at one time in my career and it broke me down to the ground. And I was the only one, only one woman of color in the, in the position um, on a team of like 15 and I write a lot about this situation in my book that comes out next year, and so I I won't go into too much detail, but I used to think that I was really good at my job, but because these situations kept happening, 
um, with certain colleagues, it started to chip at my belief in what I could do and my work. And then it started to move into my confidence. And then it brought about anxiety and panic attacks. And it was like this chain reaction. And for 10 years, I'm like stunting on them, doing my thing, high achiever, moving up the ladder. And then I ended up in this one situation and I let um, the woman happen to be white uh, get the best of me <laughs> in a sense of um, being the only black woman in the space. It, it was some issues there. And I, and I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt and I took a lot from her um, and then it just got really bad. And so I say all that to say, I questioned, was I good at my job anymore? And I still was performing at a high level. My metrics were still good. That wasn't the issue, but she got to me internally. She got in my mind and it started to mess with my belief. And as we think about the next three months of the year, I know you're seeing these memes, you're seeing these posts like, yeah, get it, go hard. You still got time. And, and I believe all those things are true. <laughs> you may even see me retweet one of those. But what I want to tell you is none of that matters if we're not right within. If our belief system is shaky, if our confidence is not intact, then killing it and slaying it will be very difficult because we have to believe in ourselves that we belong. We have to believe in ourselves that we can do it. And when we allow other people to chip away at that, even just a little bit, it sets off a very negative chain reaction. And so if there's anything, if you look back on the last nine, 10 months, and you're like, I'm not where I should be, I'm questioning, am I good at this anymore? Am I in my purpose? Don't even think that way. Yes, you have three months to do whatever it is you want to do. But the main thing is making sure that you get your belief back, that you get your faith back in yourself. Because when you have that faith back in yourself, you can secure any seat you choose at any table you want. But if your belief is shaky, when the table or the chair opens up, you won't be able to keep that seat because you're always questioning, you're always wondering. And so I just want you to know that we have to take care of our inner. Oftentimes we're really focused on the outer, like, oh, let me go take this webinar course. Let me go take this boot camp. Let me go do this and level up, level up, level up, right? And level up is very important. But we have to remember that we got to level up inside too, because none of those credentials, none of those accolades will mean anything if you can't hack it in your mind. And so I just want to let you know that your inner peace, your inner spirit, your inner belief system is just as important uh, as the outer. And I think a successful woman, oftentimes we measure success with money, right? But the happiness part of it comes from the internal. So if you're around people that chip away at that belief system of yours, cut them off. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to uh, not be friends with them or not marry them or date them anymore. But what I'm saying is unfollow them. Don't allow, don't share your dreams with them. Don't share your goals with them because we can do bad all by ourselves. Don't let anybody get in the midst of messing up your belief system. Because what's 
key, I believe, is that these next three months, we get ready, we get mentally ready, internally ready. So when those great things start to happen, we're ready for them. Because securing our seat, it's a full body experience. We need every part of us to be able to kill it when we get there and not just be grateful that we're there. And so you got to believe that you belong at that table or it's going to be hard to bring anybody else along with you. And so I know you might be thinking, oh, I got to do this goal and that goal. But the main goal, I hope, is that internally you're feeling good. You're feeding yourself. Uh, Lately, I've been experiencing a lot of stress and I realized that I have too much on my plate and that's causing me a lot of angst. And I was already feeling like I had a lot going on. And then um, I was chosen as one of the 2018 American Express Emerging Leaders and the boot camp was last week. And that was like 13 hour days. I had all this anxiety because I was under book deadline. I wasn't able to do it. I was trying to figure out how to get it all done. And I just had to, as my friend Tiffany DeFou says, drop the ball. I could not get my chapters done last week. It just was darn near impossible. And I beat myself up about it while I was at the American Express Leadership Academy internally, right? But I had to come to a point of like, my inner person had to be better. And sometimes we can't do everything. And in order for me to secure my seat last week, I had to be fully present. And, um, you know, I, I just felt like we had to take a beat because, you know, the year is almost up, but we can't focus on what we didn't get done. We got to focus on our health because you can't secure your seat if you're not healthy internally, healthy mentally. And I leave you with one last thought. There were two artists. One was named Michelangelo. One was Vincent Van Gogh. Michelangelo had the Sistine Chapel, David, other things that you might have heard of. Vincent Van Gogh, um, Starry Night, and other things you may have heard of. Both of them were phenomenal artists. Phenomenal. But one believed he was an artist before he even was an artist. And one let all of his surrounding naysayers and haters and internal disbelief of himself stop him from truly being amazing. So Michelangelo had a father who used to abuse him every time he'd come back from painting. He'd be like, no, I don't want you painting. You're not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And Michelangelo would get up and he'd go do his painting and get in trouble, do his painting. But no matter what was going on, he knew he was a painter. Before the Sistine Chapel, he knew that. No matter what people told him, no matter what roadblocks were in his way, he knew he had a sick He knew he had a seat to secure, and he believed that in himself from day one, regardless. And so he had that belief system, and that allowed him, when you have that freedom to believe in yourself, you can do beautiful things like the Sistine Chapel. And I was in Rome a couple years ago, and I got a chance to see it. And with that freedom to believe in yourself, knowing that you can level up like that, you can really do some amazing things. Now, Vincent Van Gogh, on the other hand... He had this, a father, and his father was like, mm, nope, no son of mine is going to be an artist. You're not going to make any money. And he let all of that 
static stop him from really being truly an artist. He always questioned himself. And for many years, he didn't even paint. He didn't even do his artwork. He didn't do his passion because he didn't believe that he could. And even though, yes, we know Starry Night, but think about what he really could have produced with the belief. I mean, obviously he made it. We still know about him in 2018, but he didn't have that belief in himself. That was something he always questioned till his death. And so he stifled himself. We stifle ourselves. And I know this is a podcast about women of color and I'm telling you about two white men, but I think there's something really important in this lesson here. And belief will take you to that seat and help you lock it down. When we're shaky, we're just thriving. We're, I mean, I'm sorry, we're not thriving. We're just surviving. And I want you to thrive. I want myself to thrive. And so that starts with that inner belief, that inner core. And so I hope that resonates with you. I just think that I know we get on a grind, 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 hustle, till it hurts type of mentality. But sometimes we just got to pump the brakes and have a moment of clarity and give ourselves that self-love. Self-care is the best care. And that means making sure that we're right within. So thank you for rocking with me uh, on Secure the Seat. When you reach out to me, it's all love. You don't even know. I, I just love that you love Secure the Seat because I think it, it helps me uh, and I hope it helps you as well. And so again, if there's any topics that we haven't covered yet, we got some really amazing episodes coming your way. But if there's something that I haven't touched on, I'm open to suggestion. Uh, we're in this thing together so that we can secure our seat. Um, my bonus questions that I love to ask my guests because I am a lover of writ- grits and rap lyrics. Um, I'm, <laughs> t- I'm trying to get through this podcast as quick as I can because uh, I'm recording at home, which you probably may hear background noise, and my dog, he's been like turned up, and so I'm trying to get through it before he barks or does anything like that. So first world problems, right? <laughs> uh, but as a lover of grits and rap lyrics, my rap lyric this week is by Nicki Minaj, and she has a song called Blazin'. And um, there's a line in there that says, I'm the best now. Anybody with some money should invest now. And that's the vibe. That's where I am right now. I'm working hard out here, making some moves, trying to catalyze equity for women of color at work. Um, A lot of it I don't talk about working behind the scenes, but I'm telling you, if you want to invest in women of color and you're listening to this, um, in your company or you have influence to do that work with me. I'm telling you, I got some really cool things that I would love to get out a little further outside of New York and hit up some big cities and take this on the road. And um, there's so many amazing black and brown women out there. And I just want all of us to have equity. And I feel like I'm definitely, (laughs) I guess it's a little ego, but I feel like now is the time to get on this train. Um, I, I want to work with you. We want to work with you at the memo. It's important. And um, it's not about me. It's about the impact. And I feel like we can make some impact together. And that's why I say now is the time to invest. No more of this. We're not there yet. Crap. Um, I'm not here for that. <laughs> and uh, I think we live in a world right now where 
You're either going to be on the right side of history or you're going to be on the wrong side of history. And where do you want your company to be when it comes to the investment in women of color? Women of color will be the majority of the workplace by 2060. So who's investing in us? And if we're going to be the majority of the workplace, then probably behooves you to be cool with us and invest in us now because we will be the decision makers. So um, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) But um, securing your seat, what does that mean to me? It means the same thing to me every day. And that's bringing more of us to the table. Um, Shout out to those who set the tone for us to be able to show up authentically So those black and brown sisters that were in corporate many years ago that had to show up, hair pulled back, straight, real buttoned up, super polished, thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for getting up each and every day when we could not call anything microaggression because you couldn't even speak about somebody being racist or biased or you'd get fired. Like... Thank you for holding this space for me so that I can talk about some of these things that maybe you weren't able to talk about. But because of your dedication, because of your sacrifice, I'm able to do that. So thank you for securing your seat in that way so that I can secure mine. So next Wednesday, we'll be back here. I hope you have a good week. Turn the TV off if you need to. Make sure you get registered to vote. Um, Help somebody you don't know get registered to vote or someone you do. I think, again, there's a a lot at stake right now, and um, we cannot be sleep to it. We have to keep forging. We have to secure our seat, and we have to put people in positions that will help us secure our seat. So that's all I got. (laughs) I'll see you next week. Have a great day.